I am a tall man. Look how tall I am. You're like average height. I'm average height. I am average man. I'm of average intelligence. I'm of average talent. I'm of average ambitions. I am of average skin tone. I am average, average, average. I'm an average man. How would you describe yourself? <laughs> I wouldn't. You would. <laughs> hey, Ollie. Yeah. I'm Phil. And I'm Ollie, and it's Del Toro. No, no, it is not. It we is. Didn't even... This is hello, audience members. This is okay. This is going to be the pre. This is going to be the part before the theme song. Everyone, you, not the audience. This is going to be the part before the theme song. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I would have people do like a reading uh, of a poem, but there are no poems at the beginning of these books, uh, unless you count the books themselves, which are pure poetry. Uh, <laughs> So this is the part that comes before the theme song. This is the part where it's just like us like chatting, pretending we don't realize the mics are on. Well, I mean, like we do that before our show anyways. I know, but this is a little peek behind the curtain. A peek behind the curtain at our... This is just how every single It's Del Toro Time episode starts. I know, I know. So the audience members, this is a special uh, Berenstain Bear cast, Demon Bear Country. I don't remember <laughs> the name of my show. This is a special Demon Bear Country episode because look who's back on the show. Pew, 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 pew. It's your boy. It's Ollie. Uh, Ollie is back from It's Del Toro Time, a Game of Del Toro yes. podcast. Uh, this is a part of the show I would also usually be doing after the theme song, so I'm already completely turned around in my own show. Uh, when should I play the theme song? Right now. No. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm not doing it yet. <laughs> right. Never. Right. No. 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 Did you say no or now? No. 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 Right. No. Now. Meow. <laughs> right meow. meow welcome back to deep in bear country a berenstain bear cast i'm your host phil gonzalez and this week we are covering two 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 books two berenstain bear books uh not a chapter book I thought we were covering Harry Potter books, well, not Berenstain Bears books These Berenstain Bears show. These Berenstain Bears books may be the Harry Potter books. Of the, they're not the Harry Potter no. books of the Berenstain Bears universe. They are not even the Berenstain Bear books of the Berenstain Bear universe. I don't even know what these books are. So a little backstory. Um, I Okay, so the original list of chapter books I've been going off of had these books included in the chapter books. I don't know if that was the fault of the original list or my fault. Maybe I just saw Bear, Merit Badge Mystery and was like, Oh, this must be related to the Bear because these are all Bear Scouts books. And I thought, oh, these are just related to the to the Bear Scouts chapter books. So I included them on the list. They've been sitting on the list for forever. I finally ordered them because they were coming up. They arrived. And I was like, oh, these aren't chapter books. <laughs> these these aren't even a chapter. These are uh, the Berenstain Bear Scouts uh, Merit Badge Mysteries from 1998. It's the first two missing merit badges and the search for... <laughs> and the search for Naughty, naughty Ned. Uh... Uh, these are books that are completely out of continuity with the rest of the Berenstain Bear everything. Are there only two of them? No, there's four. Okay. The other two are uh, from 99. I don't know the story behind these two or any of this. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to assume I could be completely off, off base here, but I know that Mike had always said that they were hoping the Bear Scouts chapter books were going to be super successful, but they weren't. So maybe this is their next attempt to market the Bear Scouts. They're trying, these books kind of are, they're not like early reader books. They're a little more advanced than early readers. Like there's more than like 10 words per page. 
but they're not chapter books. They're kind of this, they're also, okay. My guest this week, (laughs) you recognize from It's Del Toro Time, a Game of Del Toro podcast, if you listen to that podcast. And if you don't, why don't you? I thought we were friends. (laughs) Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it is my teenager, Ollie. Hello, Ollie. Hello. Uh, Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. I think the last time you were here, we were discussing that weird chapter book where... It was the one where... The the newspaper one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gossip rag. Yeah. We're like teacher teacher the teacher was accused of dating a student and things got serious not not in these books though <laughs> this is a step down uh, how long did it take you to read these two books less than five minutes now i have a question for you how would you define this is a serious question how would you define mystery like, I don't read a lot of mystery. Well, no, but <laughs> if you were like, if someone was like, "Here's a mystery novel," what would you expect this as a structure to be? Um, a novel with the lead character trying to figure something out that doesn't make sense. Right. Uh, that's your basic mystery. Something happens. No one knows how it happened. Someone has to figure out how it happened. Uh, and there's many different kinds of mysteries. There's like your Sherlock Holmes mysteries, where like something weird happens and someone is trying to figure it out and the audience has given all the clues along with the people and you could if you were smart you could figure it out before the detective or whoever did there's like sherlock the tv series where no one could figure them out because the mysteries don't actually make a whole lot of clues. we don't talk about sherlock the tv series <laughs> but you go saying they don't make a whole lot of clues sense you're just sort of there for the ride and then the detective's so super genius that like only they could figure it out and then there's like colombo mysteries where uh, you're already you, the audience, already know who the killer or whoever is, and the enjoyment is sort of watching the detective figure out what you already know. You're already ahead of the game. These books are mysteries according to the cover, but I don't know if they actually. Okay, like put yourself inside of the brain of like a five year old. Okay, <laughs> like it's gross. at least it's kind of squishy in here and. Ooh, ooh there's synapses. A, and, it's called a figure of speech. And brain jelly all around me. Help. It's so small, too, because they're only five. You know what I mean. Meow. Um, yes, I'm in the brain of a five-year-old. Um, for the... I want an ice cream. Too bad. I'm an I-five-year-old. So um, for the, the, the missing merit badges, the first one that I read. Okay. Like, if you were a five-year-old, I'm sure this would be a mystery to you. Okay. I'm not. No. But again, we have to remember who the intended audience is. <laughs> okay, okay. You're, you're trying to be fair. You're trying to be fair. Um, only for the first one. Okay, only for the... <laughs> <laughs> right, well, uh, let's kick off. So the first book in the series is called The Berenstain Bear Scouts and the Missing Merit Badges. And on the cover, you see our Bear Scouts in their little little hovel. Mm-hmm. And they have a, a container open. And it looks like Brother Bear is saying, they're gone. All gone. That's your introduction to these bear scouts. In the first, very first page, the very first lines are a bear scout with the container empty open saying, they're gone. All gone. And it's not brother. It's sister bear, which is, why wouldn't they put sister doing it on the cover? Is it a misdirect? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe like sister bear said in the book you read to Mitzi last night, it's a sexist remark. It's a sexist <laughs> remark. This is a- <laughs> Yeah, it's a sexist cover. Um, 
So what is happening in this book? Um, their merit badges have gone missing. Yeah. Why they keep them in a box in a treehouse, in a chicken coop treehouse. Yeah. It's unknown to me. Let's talk about this treehouse. So how is it set up? It's a chicken coop. Right. With a hollow tree through it. That's the only way you can enter. So in the chapter books, the, in the Bear Scout chapter books, they have their clubhouse in Farmer Ben's chicken coop. Mm-hmm. That's That's established. There is also a tree in those books where you can get to the underworld. <laughs> Don't laugh. You can get to the underworld through the tree. Uh, it is not attached to the chicken coop, but it is within like like vis- visible. It's visible from the chicken coop. This is like a weird. This is Kate. These books do not exist in any bear universe I've ever seen. This is another continuity. Continuity. Alternate problems. dimension. This is another alternate bear dimension. Uh, it's a new. It's a new clubhouse. There is no teacher Jane, and uh, does that mean that that squirrel's house is inside of there? Yes. So, one end of the of the chicken coop is this big fat tree, and that's how you get in and out of of the clubhouse. And their merit badges are totes missing. What are some of the merit badges that are missing? Um, the canoeing merit badge. Okay. As we all know, canoeing is a great merit. Um, <laughs> goodness there's some serious shade on canoeing um good deed merit badge that is mm-hmm. that has merit yeah the nature lovers merit badge mm-hmm. i that yeah the star finders merit badge there and they are the camping merit badge we don't see that one nope it is you, you see sort of it's off screen um i was just gonna make a comment on the fact that the star finders merit badge was a bunch of people finding the Big Dipper, but then it said, it calls it out right there. This one showed the Bear Scouts looking at the Big Dipper. I have a question. Yeah. Because the Bear Scouts is like a thing that any like cub can join, yes. right? Why does it have, why do the badges have pictures of only those bears? The actual Bear Scouts? Yes. Um, I don't know if it's that, well, yeah. <laughs> well, no, because, okay, so look at the Starfinders badge. Mm-hmm. That's the sister. That's Lizzie. But there's no Freddy. There's no bespectacled bear. Those are his eyes. Oh, he probably had to take his glasses off to look through the telescope. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so That's why that's why this one bear right here has the the uh, not white eyes. Oh, I see. That means regular eye. Um and he's like he's going bug eye because he's trying to see without his glasses, mm-hmm. as you do when you don't wear your glasses. Your eyes get really big and white. Um They fill up two-thirds of my face i thought you said hey philip like you were calling me my, <laughs> my actual full name no. i was like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey philip <laughs> um so the uh also i thought you, the question i thought you were going to ask was if any bears allowed to join bear scouts why are only these four bears bear scouts well they're like the there are dozens of other cubs in bear country yeah no yeah. answer I've asked that question on other episodes. There are other groups, like other cities have their Bear Scout troops. We know that, but... They're the only ones young old, young and old enough at the nope, same No, they have a bunch of peers. Right. <laughs> in their classes. They're the only ones who have the They're time. They're also different ages. <laughs> the only ones who have the time. Yeah, they're, they're pretty... They're, they're, their lives are pretty eventless. Uh, they go through the three stages of grief. <laughs> Sad, upset, and furious. Uh... What is that picture of them being furious? They're furious. Those are the angriest bears, <laughs> burying their teeth. Uh, and this burying is where... their teeth. Burying. Uh, burying teeth. No. <laughs> Gross. This, this is not the one movie with the fairies. <laughs> Don't be afraid of the dark. Yes. Uh, this is where the clue finding begins. And what's our first clue? 
A banana peel. Yeah, a banana peel and like garbage. And this is where, okay, so this book is weird because it has animals in it. Mm-hmm. And the animals talk. Because they're just, they're like the bears. But, n- okay, this is, okay, so we have not seen talking animals in a Berenstain Bear book in a long time. Plus, these animals are work animals. Like, this pig is not in a house. This pig is in a pig pen surrounded by garbage, and she's eating garbage, and she's like, hey, you found some garbage. Um, so the clues lead them to the pig, but she's like... It's the kind of garbage I eat. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> and they're, <laughs> they're all, your trash, Mrs. Pig. You're trash. Um, but she also says that something has been stolen from her. Yeah. What's been stolen? I can't remember. And a gold nose ring. <laughs> It's true. She's her gold nose ring has been stolen. How do you steal someone's nose ring? Is my question. Uh, maybe she took it out. For maybe. The evening. Yeah. Uh, then they find some black and white fur, some long black and white fur on a thorn bush, and that leads them to Mrs. Cow. Mrs. Cow, aka Bossy. Uh, Mrs. Cow's there, and she's like, "No, that ain't my hair. Why is it not her hair?" Because it's too long. Too long. She has short hair, which you'd think the Berenstain Bear Scouts would have known anyway. Um, and her child's bell has been stolen. Again, how do you steal a bell from the neck of an animal? From the neck of a child, who I'm assuming was sleeping next to its mother. Right. So they head on and they find a tin can lid, which leads them to... The goat. Mr. Goat, who eats tin cans. As no, he doesn't. It, they give him indigestion. Character building. <laughs> he says no. Uh, but something of his has been stolen, and it is. I can't remember. I don't remember either. His prize blue ribbon that he won at the fair. If it turns up, would you please let me know? Um, well, they are frustrated because their clues, which I, I guess they look. It looks like they're they're not searching much further than their own clubhouse. No. Because the goat is right there. Um, they're what fresh, is that tree? They're fresh out of clues. What is that tree? It's okay, <laughs> this is a Berenstain tree. The Berenstains, I don't know who actually drew this book, but uh, the Berenstains love drawing trees that are lumpy and bumpy. It looks perverse. It is a perverted tree. <laughs> uh, it is kind of a Guillermo Toro-esque like a uh, pan, pan's labyrinth tree. I don't like it. Like if they it go makes in this uncomfortable. If they go in this opening here, there's like a frog with a key in its stomach. They have to explode it. They have to explode the frog. Uh which would not surprise me in this book. There's no one left to ask except for Dr. Wise Old Owl. Hey, remember your favorite Berenstain Bear character, Dr. Wise Old Owl? <laughs> no. Well, they expect you to because they introduced Dr. Wise Old Owl as if this is a character that we are all too familiar with. Hey, Dr. Wise Old Owl, someone stole our mare badges. Do you know who? To which Dr. Wise Old Owl responds. Who took your badges? Well, you may ask. It was no robber, though he wore a robber's mask. All right. So this is the point where we get to stop and think of the clues. All right. What do we have? We have... Trash. We have... Hair. Fur. Fur. <laughs> hair. Human hair. Hangnail toenails. We have... Trash. What? A tin can oh, lid tin is can trash. Lid. <laughs> tin can lid. Um, and we have this, this other jam of a clue, which is... The robber wears a robber's mask, but yes. it's not a robber. Now, although okay. it technically is a robber, right? So <laughs> you have five minutes. No, you have five seconds 
to put the clues together. Raccoon. And... <laughs> it's raccoon. Your guess is raccoon. Let's see if you are correct. Correct. Yes. <laughs> it looks like a bear. It does because the bear faces. You know, the weasels look like bears in this book, in these books as well. Um, he likes shiny things and he wears a robber's mask. But he's just a guy. What do you mean? Like it's, it's Mr. Raccoon. He 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 has a Mr. in front of his name. He's mm-hmm. just a guy. It's Mr. Raccoon. He wears a robber's mask. They find they, they like, wait till he leaves at night and they break into his house. Like the the bears don't like maul people to death. Mm-hmm. But they do go to a mall in some yeah, of the books. Yeah, but like why do all of these animals follow like their basic things when the bears That's don't? That's what I'm saying. That's the whole point I was making at the beginning. The animals talk, but they act like animals. It's so weird. I don't like it. They do that in the Saturday morning cartoon. There's like the fish who lives in the lake and is like, I'm a fish. But he still like does those fish things. But yeah, so like the raccoon. Why do the bears have human teeth? <laughs> the raccoon <laughs> leaves and they find all their garbage in his house. Their bells, their nose rings, their first prize ribbons, and their merit badges. They give them back to everyone. They don't blame the raccoon because he's just a raccoon. But what do they do? They build a door. Onto the... I didn't get to read this part. Oh. <laughs> That's right. So the original thing I told you was, do not read past the hint, because then I will test your detective abilities and see if you can figure out who did the stealing, which you did. It says they also made a door for their hollow tree, so there wouldn't be a next time. After all, Mr. Raccoon couldn't help himself. Wah, wah. He's just an animal. Just a dumb animal. Not like these bears. Uh, and then it ends by saying their regret is that they couldn't earn a merit badge for their trouble. There's no missing merit badge, merit badge. Maybe it's missing. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> not the point at all. <laughs> the point is that there's no such thing as a missing merit badge, merit badge. It's called a missing merit badge. It is a missing merit. <laughs> You've earned the missing merit badge. It is missing. It is missing. <laughs> How do you earn the missing merit badge? You don't. No one has ever earned the missing merit badge. Now, this, the name of the series is the Merit Badge Mystery. A Merit Badge Mystery. Do you think, using your in-depth knowledge of literature, this qualifies as a mystery? Yes or no? For children, yes. For children, yes. Uh, It sort of follows, it follows the rules of a mystery to a point. Mm -hmm. There's no point in any Sherlock Holmes novel where Sherlock, oh, well, okay, that's not entirely true. There's not typically a moment in any Sherlock Holmes novel where Sherlock Holmes is like, I've run out of clues. And then he turns to his friend who's like, all right, here's the answer, like Mr. Owl does. However, he does have the intelligent older, more intelligent older brother, Mycroft Holmes. So maybe Mr. Wise Old Owl or Dr. Mr. Wise Old Owl or whatever his name is, is the Mycroft of these He's a doctor. He is a doctor. He doesn't understand how... So that means he went to some sort of school. So he's not just an animal. It's true. He's a doctor detective. Maybe he's he's actually the thief. (laughs) He's planted all the evidence. He's there. He's not their Mycroft Holmes. He is their... Who's the bad guy in Sherlock Holmes? I don't know. Who's the bad guy? Moriarty. He's their Moriarty. Maybe that's what's going to happen in like the last one. And then the Berenstain Bears scouts will get thrown off the waterfall and die. <laughs> the end. But then come back uh, decades later. Um, so more or less, the missing merit badges qualifies as a mystery. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to book number two. 
Search for Naughty Ned. The search for Naughty Ned. I don't like that has the Tunnel of Love as the first thing on there. They're looking that. up the Tunnel of Love, shining a flashlight right up that old Tunnel of Love. Looking for Naughty Ned. There's a weeping woman and a man bear who's not weeping. He's smiling. He's like, oh, thank God the child's gone. Uh, there's a brother bear on the cover bellowing at the reader. Where, oh, where can he be? <laughs> like His a, mouth is really open. It's like a Shakespearean like, reenactment. <laughs> yep. He's, now, okay, so I came home today. Or I came home and I was like, Ollie, read these books. We're going to record an episode of my bear show. And you were like, Dad, I have to talk to you about something. And I was like, <laughs> what is it? And you pulled me aside and... You pointed out something in the search for Naughty Ned that I had not noticed when I read it. Granted, I didn't like spend a whole lot, I didn't pour over it. Neither but, did I. <laughs> so tell us what you discovered. Okay, so I was I was I opened the book Search for Naughty Ned for the to the title page. Yes. And on the title page is a picture is a picture of the Bear Scouts looking for Naughty Ned, who is the little boy that's gone missing at the fair. Presumably we haven't even started the story yet. And in the upper left-hand corner of the book, you clearly see where Naughty Ned is hiding. What does it show you? It shows him hiding in the house of spooks. <laughs> so, yeah, so this is flash page. And you you say the upper left-hand corner, but it is like half the page. Yeah. It's not even like, I didn't notice it because I just sort of skimmed over this page. But yeah, you see the roller coaster, you see the cotton candy, you see the house of spooks, and there's Ned. He's just looking out. He's looking out at, at the rest of the scouts, and they're all... So the at the very first part of our merit badge mystery is us knowing the answer to the mystery. So maybe it's more like Columbo this time. Maybe the fun is in watching the scouts figure it out. Is that fun? No. <laughs> so what is this book about, as if we couldn't guess already? The Bear Scouts are like, ah, we're bored of being Bear Scouts. Let's go take a trip to the fair. How can you get bored of being Bear Scouts? They literally have their lives threatened on the reg I... by by various criminal, the criminal element. They've stopped, they busted up drug rings. They've saved bear country like more than a million times by the weasels. They've, they've fought people with guns. They've been tied up. They've been kidnapped. The Bear Scouts have exciting lives. How can you get bored of being a Bear Scout? I don't know, but the first the first line in the entire book is, let's forget about earning merit badges and solving mysteries for one day. The, oh, that's an auspicious beginning to your merit badge mystery. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what happens? They go to Big Fun Park. Big Fun Park, which has appeared in several Berenstain Bear books. Big Fun Park is an established loca- locale. I don't like that name. Big Fun. Uh, it's also the name of the band uh, in the movie Heather's Big Fun, uh, just so everyone knows. This is not a theme park based on the band Big Fun, however. So we meet our friend Naughty Ned. Describe Naughty Ned. I don't want to. He is a brat in a sailor suit. Yeah. And it's not like a normal sailor suit, though, because a normal sailor suit, that would be white. Colorful, colorful boy. In the... Uh, in the Previous book, we were introduced to a bunch of animal characters who were sort of introduced like we already know who they were. We were introduced to Naughty Ned as if he is a reoccurring character. Oh, Naughty Ned is is here. Well, maybe like you were doing these in chronological order originally, right? Yeah. Well, maybe he is introduced before this book. You just haven't gotten there yet. I don't think so. I don't think Naughty Ned ever reappears. Good. I don't like (laughs) him. He's a one-off. He's a one-off character. They were hoping he'd be so successful he'd get his own spinoff. Unfortunately, he was not successful. Um, So what happens in this book? Um, they, they're like, oh, Naughty Ned's not our problem. It's his parents' problem. Uh, flash forward. One page. One page. (laughs) (laughs) 
Naughty Ned's gone missing, and the Bear Scouts are like, you know what? We can probably find him better than all of these park employees. Yes. Let's go find him, and they search all these places. Such as? Such as um, the... Oh, I... The, the, the roller coaster? How do you search a roller coaster? You go on it. They just go... They don't actually... They're like, he's not on the roller coaster, they say, as they're riding the roller. Like, nope, he's not in your lap. He's not on the merry-go-round. Nope, which you probably could have guessed by just staring at the merry-go-round instead of riding it. He's not on the bumper cars. Again, didn't have to actually get on the bumper cars. He's not in the tunnel of love. And how did you search the tunnel of love, which is dark inside and mostly involves people kissing? We don't know. Oh, you kid. Is that what it says? <laughs> oh, oh, you kid. I love. And then... And then... House of Kisses? Is that what the other one says? What? Hugs and Kisses. Oh, Hugs and Kisses. House of Kisses. I was reading it upside down. <laughs> and then they 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 meet their friend Dr. Wise Old Owl. So then Dr. Wise Old Frickin' Owl shows up again. Like, is this just the book? Like, they don't know what's going on, and then Dr. Wise Old Owl shows up, and he drops a big clue. You looked for Ned, both high and low. That spooky house is the place to go. He doesn't even give them a clue. He's just like, here, here. I'm an adult. I'm not going to find him. It's your job. Here's where he is. Go in. All right. So you've stopped reading at the wise old Albert. Yes. Where is Naughty Ned, do you think? Hmm, I wonder. He's in this house of spook. Oh, really? I thought he was in the clouds. <laughs> in, the, in the clowns? Clouds. <laughs> Poor Ned is in the clowns. Uh, but, but, but more fun awaits us because we get to go through the spooky house with the boys and girls. You haven't even read this part. No. Oh, boy. First, they find a clue, which is so stupid. They've been told where he is. They find a clue. It's his cotton candy. Why is it just on the ground? Because they eat a lot of floor food. Uh, <laughs> suddenly, the floor slanted. The scouts crash into another spooky room. They get stopped by iron bars, but the iron bars are made of rubber. That's how you get through them. Uh, they have to go through the tumbly, tumbly tunnel, the tumbly turn tunnel, the tu turning tumble tunnel uh, to get to his hat. Again, they're no, they searching. Went, they went on the other side of a big barrel that went around and around yes yeah, so they had to go through it mm -hmm. it turns around and around like this i'm sure that's how it does it you just do violently it does shifts back and forth again more to the clue they say as they search like they're not even looking for him they're just looking through the house to get to him yeah uh and they find him uh eating his cotton candy next to a fake spider they say we were looking for you your mom and dad and then naughty ned throws a switch which opens a trap door, which tumbles them out of the house of spooks. I don't know why they would have a switch where your average... What is this, Sweeney Todd? I know. Well, also, like, why is the customer allowed to throw the switch that opens a trap door? Why is he eating his cotton candy like that? With his tongue? Yes. <laughs> it's not ice cream, Naughty Ned. Nope. Naughty Ned is... And what is he doing with his other... He's like... <laughs> He's standing. It looks like he's supposed to be standing with his hand on his hip, like in this sort of like little sat, like a little Lord Fauntleroy, like sassafras way. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's way, just punching himself in the gut. The way he's standing, he's like standing with his hand on like his lower rib cage. Yes, it's like right in front. It's a really awkward drawing. It's like my, this. It's, don't, don't ever do that. Gross. <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture of you doing that. That'll be a cover for this episode. <laughs> I'm going to make you dress like Naughty Ned, and you can be the model for this one. Um, they all go shooting out of the House of Spooks. 
uh, the horrible, horrible boy is reunited with his tall parents. Look into the dad's eyes and tell me he's not disappointed. Yeah, he wanted that boy dead. <laughs> they literally named their son Naughty Ned. Yeah. If you name your son Naughty Ned, that's what you get. Uh, it also looks like his father has like a halo that says House of Spooks. Maybe he threw his son in there hoping to never find him again. He's like, maybe he'll be murdered by the monsters in the House of Spooks. He didn't realize it was just made up. It's just a, a joke, joke house. Uh, and then uh, that ha- this is my favorite ending though. This is my favorite ending of any Berenstain Bears uh, merit badge mystery. <laughs> We've read two. The the lost cub merit badge. So there was a merit badge for this one. I think there was a merit badge for the last one too. It was just missing. Do you know how? <laughs> do you know how difficult it must be to earn the lost cub merit badge? By the way, it must be very difficult. Like that opportunity must not present itself very often. I would hope. Um, maybe they just like purposefully lose each other in the crowd. Oh, and by the by, you could see the bottom of the camping merit badge that you were talking about before. It's a tent. And then they also got the not tying merit badge. So it says the lost cub merit badge looked very nice hanging on the scouts. Noose. (laughs) (laughs) Hanging on the scouts clubhouse wall. But there was just, okay, so wait, first of all, you're not in Scouts. No. You've never been in Scouts. No. I was in Scouts for like a hot minute. And I mean, Olivia was in the Girl Scouts. When you earn a merit badge. You put it on a vest. You put it on your vest, or if you're the Boy Scouts, you put it on a sash. Mm-hmm. I think Girl Scouts have sashes no, too, No, they do. They? they have, well, at least Olivia's had like a vest that you put the. Does the Brownies have vests and the Girl Scouts have sashes? The brown- Olivia wasn't in the Brownies. She was a Girl Scout. <laughs> What's the difference between a Brownie and a Girl Scout? A Brownie's for younger kids. Oh. Well, you get to wear your merit badge, like mm-hmm. with pride. You wear it where you go. That's how you proved you earned it. Well, like my thing is that this is a small town that they live in. Yeah. They have to like drive to get to the big city. Like they they only have four members, and I'm sure that the person who's making these merit badges isn't really all that into it. I think you just order them from the store. I think you just get them from the scout store. They probably can't just... Well, teacher Jane isn't in these. How are they going to afford them with their pocket money? I guess. They get one each. They get Uh, one. It says there was just one thing that bothered them. The scouts weren't sure the badge had been worth the trouble. What trouble? Finding Naughty Ned, the boy, they wished he was not found. They wished he would... They had just let him... Die. Would the owl have told the parents? If No. Why not? Because the bears had to stop and ask him first. Did they? He didn't like swoop down and find them? No, they were like, hey, Mr. We- Dr. Wise Old Owl, tell us where the child is. The scouts began to tell him about Naughty Ned. Oh, I see. But Dr. Wise Old Owl raised his wing and said, who? Looky, how did Naughty, Naughty, how did Mr. Owl, how did Dr. Mr. Naughty Owl know that the boy was in the house of spooks was the owl in the house of spooks i don't understand this mystery i think that the owl is the perpetrator of all these crimes okay other question this picture of the roller coaster does this make your eyes feel weird yes this makes my eyes feel really really odd there's this photo of the roller photo Photo. (laughs) (laughs) sorry it's not a photo it's just a photorealistic drawing There's this drawing of the roller coaster. Roller coaster. The roller coaster. Uh, the bears are going downhill in their four-seater. There's another bunch of bears ahead of them in their three-seater. Mm-hmm. So physics don't play a part in this roller coaster. It doesn't matter how big the, the trains are. Uh, but uh, the way the cross, like the cross beams, are drawn, is like it really hurts the eyes. 
Like it's uncomfortable to look at. And I would have to say I hate the yellow. Because of the uncomfortableness of the picture, I would say it's my favorite Berenstain Bears <laughs> drawing. Also, Naughty Ned with his hands on his ribs <laughs> going harump. Uh mm. Nope, don't ever do it. Don't do the thing. I'm going to take a picture. It's like the pale man with his del Toro fingers. So, the Berenstain Bear Scouts and the Missing Mare Badges, the Berenstain Bear Scouts and the Search for Naughty Ned. On a scale of 1 to 23, <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 23, where would you put these as far as, with one being, this book is the worst book I've ever read in my life, and 23 being, this book is the best book I've ever read in my life. What is your favorite book in the world? I don't know. Rick Riordan's <laughs> The Egyptian okay. Princess. Rick First of all, R- what book series have I read more than 13 times now? <laughs> Percy Sledge and the... Harry Potter. Drunken Dragons. <laughs> Harry Potter is the book series that I've read more than 13 times now. All right, so with the search with, with, the, with the worst book in the world being, I don't know, uh, a, a leaflet that fell off the back of a manure truck and landed in a pile of throw up and thumbtacks that's the worst book in the world to read and the best book in the world being harry potter book whatever uh, it's a good one uh we're on, on a scale of 123 23 being harry potter okay first one being the poop thumbtacks <laughs> throw up book throw up piece of paper <laughs> where would you put the Berenstain Bear Scouts and the Missing Bear Badges, Berenstain Bear Scouts and the Search for Naughty Ned. I have to do two separate ratings, Okay, please. two separate ratings. Missing Merit Badges is like, if I'm thinking, for me, it would be like a two. Okay. Because it's not meant for my age group. Slightly better than vomit on a piece <laughs> of trash. Well, it's it's nothing. Um, but for if I was like a kid, I would really enjoy it. Okay. Um, I have to say that the Search for Naughty Ned is um, a solid 23. <laughs> <laughs> So should I Ned? Solid twenty three because because it doesn't make you work too hard. And Ned is a delightful addition to the world of Berenstain Bear Scouts. May he, long may he live. Uh long may he reign or bear country. Um plus you get to see nothing. There's really nothing else interesting in this. You get to see the Berenstain Bear Scouts on a merry-go-round, you get to see them on the bumper cars, you get to see them going into the house of mouth. And the house of mouth. <laughs> into the mouth house. And uh, the Tunnel of Love, the giant uh, wet tunnel of love with all the wet bears kissing. La- House of Kisses, hot stuff. Wait, can I see that for a second? Oh, you kid. Oh, la, la, lots of love. Uh, the Berenstain Bear Scouts and the kissing, kissing Tunnel, Tunnel of Kisses. But if you are interested in hearing more of us banter back and forth like this. And even more, actually. Even more than this. Th- you should listen to It's Del Toro Time, a Game of Toro podcast. Uh, where we don't talk about Guillermo del Toro very much. No, we, we are, used to. We used to. But, but he we, he hasn't released any movies. So the, the man has only released a few things in his life, and we're on episode whatever the heck. And we're, so we're discussing the movies that inspired Guillermo del Toro. If you were interested in listening to us talk about movies, uh, we just did some some Dickens. Uh, we just we're doing some Preston Sturgis. We're moving on into 1950s monster movies. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so we're, done with dramas. We're kind of tired of period dramas at this point. But uh, uh, as the Berenstain Bear Scouts and the Search for Naughty Ned and the Missing Merit Badges, Merit Bad Mystery have two more Merit Badge Mysteries coming up in a, I don't know when, in, in a number of episodes because the re- other ones took place in 1999. Uh, if you want to find these books, good luck. You're going to have to find them uh, used in the mail because these books are 
out of print. They, uh, I don't know if they sold well or not. I don't know who these books were intended for. Oh, my, what did I think of them? Uh, they're fine. I read them to Mitzi last night and, or the other night, and she was distracted by them, but I don't think she found them particularly compelling. She's too old for them. Yeah, at, at the age of seven, she is too old for them. They're weird. They're strange little books. Uh, I, I appreciate that they add to the Berenstain Bear Scouts mythos. I appreciate that they are solidly in their own continuity, which I always love when things get weird in bear country. Uh, but they, they, not for me. But if you find them used, like if you're at like a yard sale and they're sitting around or, you know, you come across them for a buck or two online and you're like, ah, I want to add these to my bookshelf. Go ahead. I will say this. They are bright. They are colorful. They've got some pretty fun illustrations. Uh, you get to see the Bear Scouts doing their thing. And uh, you get to see you get to see other animals in bear country. Oh 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 oh! It says right here, illustrated by Mike Berenstain. I totally missed that. These are totally illustrated by Mike Berenstain. So uh, you get to see Mike drawing some animals. And as soon as I can, I'm gonna write to him and get a little see if I can get any in news on the history of the Merit Badge mysteries. He ask if Naughty Ned returns. Ask him if Naughty Ned's based on maybe him, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> your parents used to dress you up like a sailor man <laughs> and then throw you and hope you got lost in the house of horrors yeah and with that uh it's the phone is ringing. ringing yeah who's, i know who's calling nobody that i know god you were just social butterfly uh fly away little starling fly 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 it's gonna kill it's my just, phone though is it why because my phone's about to die oh and then we'll have another merit badge mystery who killed the phone? We don't know because we can't check your call log. I'm just waiting for that thing to stop ringing. There we go. Uh, if you want to find me, you can find us at uh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bstain Bearcast. You can write to me at BerenstainBearcast at gmail.com. You can find me online at BerenstainBearcast.wordpress.com. You can find our show. It's Del Toro time at Del. It's, it's Del Toro. Oh, wait, no. at the Del Toro. Wait, what is our website? It's, it's Del. It's, uh, Del Toro time. Yeah. WordPress.com. <laughs> <laughs> or just search for It's Del Toro Time on your podcast player. Uh, if you like this show, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, you can uh, also... I'm just totally lost now. What am I even doing anymore? I don't know. I'm just going to sign off right now. So I'm Phil. And I'm Molly. And you're allowed to say that because you are my child. You're allowed to join me in this goodbye. And we'll see you next time. Nope. We'll Wait. I'm Phil. And I'm Molly. And I'll see you next time. When it's... Deep... deep. In, in bear, bear country, country time don't, don't you ever ruin my show's <laughs> outro don't you ever do that you ruined our our show's intro i ruin everything <laughs> everything i touch turns to dirt <laughs>